Mike's Daily Podcast. 1474, 1474. I'm Mike Matthews, broadcasting from Cafe Anyway, located somewhere in Podcastro Valley, Mont. Today, we're going to hear from Madame Rutabaga, Valentino, Bison Bentley. And it's going to be a show where I'm going to basically tell you all about how my foot hurts so much. No, it's okay. Mike's Daily Podcast. It's okay, it's not okay, it's okay, it's not okay. I wish you'd make up its mind. The foot mind. Foot mind. Mike's Daily Podcast. And then I have a picture for you that has to do with Halloween. And it is going to make you scream. It's going to make you go, wow, that's so frightening. I love Halloween. Except those candy corn candies. What the hell are they made out of? Wax? It's wax candy. Yum. Mike's Daily Podcast. I can't wait to eat a whole mess of wax candy. So that's what today's show is all about. And Mike's I bid a fond daily farewell to podcast. someone that's leaving me. Yeah. A friend that was on the show a couple of times. Robert Owen Welsh, he did a segment called Welsh on the World, and he's leaving. He's leaving the Bay Area, leaving Podcastro Valley, Mont, with his wife, Christy, and moving down to Los Angeles. I cannot freaking believe he's moving to Los Angeles. Because I used to live near there. And I guess, you know what? If you, first off, let's say hi to this person. Hello, Michael Masters, my dad, Ruth, Omega. Yeah, I thought it was very rude that you wouldn't say hi to me. Ooh. Anyway. 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 Cafe, anyway, I'm sorry. Anyway. Sorry. So, but look, someone else walked in. Hello there, Mike. This is Valentino, the parking attendant. And this is Bison Bentley. Do you know that? Mike, thank you so much for having me as the podcast picture yesterday in the drawing. Very honored to have me and Perry the Puny Pumpkin. Yeah, Perry the Puny Pumpkin. Do you know that? Wow, that was a... Yeah, that was cool to have Perry the Puny Pumpkin on. I got him right here. He's going to say something here. I'm putting him up by the microphone. Putting up by the microphone. And here's today's podcast picture. Putting him up by the microphone. Oh, there he is, right by the microphone. Say something, Perry the Puny Pumpkin. No, I didn't say anything. Oh, wow, he just said something. Wow. And now let's all sing. This is Halloween. This is Halloween. The wonderful podcast picture today is of this land in Podcastro Valley that we have. Podcaster Valley has a lot of these cool little haunted things popped up. And this is one display. I'm going to be posting these till Halloween. So I guess today and tomorrow. And this is a scary sort of ghost thing that's illuminated from below. It's huge and yeah, ha, ha, ha. And it has a scary spooky laugh. <laughs> and you can see it at mikesdailypodcast.com. So my friend Robert is moving to Los Angeles Pursuing a job offer that he got It's going to last It's a project that's going to last nine months Here's the thing 
I have this thing about Robert where years ago, Robert suddenly got a bug in his bonnet, a bee in his bonnet. That's what he does is he gets bees in his bonnet. And all of a sudden it's all, I got to do this. I got to do this. I got to do this. And he gets all focused like a, like a dog that's grabbed onto something and it won't let go. And just, and he one day calls me up out of the blue and goes, Mike, I got a recipe on how to make, oh, what do you call it? Oh, what, what is that thing? It's a Mexican food. Uh, it's the, the cold, uh, the cold fish. We made it with tilapia. You make it with fish. And it's the Anyway that thing Cafe anyway uh, He wanted to make that Anyway And he goes I got a recipe on how to make it I've never made it before Ceviche Thank you And So he is like I want to make it so bad So I had some frozen tilapia We we get it uh, uh, Defrost it uh, Then we go to Trader Joe's and get the stuff in his... Well, he needed peach. Uh, yeah, he needed peaches? That's right. Well, peaches weren't in season. Or they didn't have them at Trader Joe's. So, he ends up getting dehydrated peaches. And we go and we put them in a pot with a little bit of water and try and rehydrate them. But it became this project that we worked on all day to make this ceviche. And he, it, he was like the Tom Sawyer getting me to paint the fence white for him. And he just has this infectious, let's go, let's go, let's do this, let's go. And, and I, I have this feeling ever since then, there's been so many other things he's tried to get me to do that I was like, no, wait a minute. Are you trying to ceviche me again? Because I don't want to. Well, I feel that this Los Angeles uh, mission, there is a mission in Los Angeles, but no, his uh, Los Angeles move feels to me kind of like this. Like it's just sort of a spur of the moment. Gonna do it. Gotta do it. I, I feel the bee in the bonnet. I gotta go do it. So we'll see. I don't know. But you know, I think people need to get out once in a while. His parents have never left the Bay Area. They've always lived here. And there's been a, a lot of people I've met in the Bay Area that have always lived here. And part of me is like, yeah, well, if I grew up in the Bay Area, I wouldn't want to li- leave. But uh, I also know that you need to get out. You need to explore. You need Your life is short. It is so short. And you need to get out and experience things. I am so glad um, that I that I did get married. I'm not happy I got divorced, but I'm it's better to have loved and lived to than to have never have loved at all, or something to that effect. And and I'm glad we when I was married, we moved to Alabama. It was a fantastic experience. We made some great friends, and it opened my mind considerably. I'm glad that when I was young, my mom flew me to Germany because she had relatives there and wanted me to meet them and I'm so thankful to her that she did that um and and you know we need to get out of our comfort zone people that grow up here in the Bay Area they're in a bubble you know there's a lot of stuff that you can learn living in the Bay Area it's multicultural you you, some parts of the Bay Area are like being in another country and that is like you've left the Bay Area but at the same time you need to see you need to get out of 
California. You need to see what the rest of this country is. California is a big old country. And you need to leave it and see like how people in Florida live or how people in Arizona live or just that. And I think some people get a little too insulated here in the Bay Area. So, by the way, Jeff Bezos is the richest man in the world now. $94 billion. And as Dr. Evil once asked, oh, those many years ago. Why make trillions when we could make billions? That's right. Billions. Uh, so that is what I wanted to talk about. And and it also mentioned my weekend job. We had this mandatory video we had to watch, which was a phone call that was done, a conference call. And I, you know, I'm not there during the week because I'm only part time. And I so I see this uh, thing that's Mike, you've got to watch this and then say that you watched it and then fill out this quiz. Okay. And it's all about copyrights. And there's apparently all these lawyers, litigious mad dog lawyers that have nothing better to do. And all they do is want to hurt people because they're idiots. And I hate them, hate them, hate them. These damn lawyers. And they go through the internet and they go through podcasts and they go through small podcasts and small radio stations. And they go after people with these huge lawsuits, leaving people poor and destitute who just wanted to play some music that they liked online and oh you don't have the copyright for that sue sue you and because the part-time radio station uh the radio station that i work for part-time is part of a not a huge conglomerate but it is they've got several radio stations not as big as like a clear channel or cumulus but they got a lot of radio stations and they don't want to get sued. So they had their lawyers on the on this conference call and I had to listen to this whole thing and thankfully they had PowerPoints up so I could kind of see what their the direction they were going and skip through stuff, a lot of minutia. But there is they're basically saying don't go to YouTube. Don't play anything off of YouTube. It's all copyrighted. To which I say, no, a lot of stuff on YouTube is owned by people like me that are just throwing stuff up on YouTube for the fun of it. And there's all these songs. Any song that you want basically is up on YouTube. And that's wonderful. And there is this sort of understanding that the YouTube, putting something up on YouTube, in a, in, it promotes uh, whoever it is that, you know, you're a fan and I love this band, so I'm going to put this band's song up. I'm promoting that band. The band should thank me for that instead of suing me. At any rate, these lawyers, they work outside of these bands. They work outside of these artists. And they don't care about fans. They just want to just destroy everything. And they're horrible, black inside, dark, evil people. And they have this laugh that sounds something like this right here. (laughs) I own the rights to that laugh. Anyway, cafe anyway. And I own the rights to this guy saying. Anyway. uh, That is what I had to listen to. And I basically, I wrote back my boss saying, hey, I really enjoyed that covering my butt call. It was all about covering our butts. C V. A. And that's isn't that so much what everything is in life When you go see a doctor and you're like Oh this hurts And the doctor's like I gotta run a million tests now Because I'm covering my butt Because if I miss something 
and I get sued. Everybody's worrying about getting sued. So that's, there was a song about that that I heard on Dr. Demento years ago, and I can't think of it at the moment, but it's so true. Let's jump through some of the news real quick, and I will give credit to where I got this news story, Washington Post. Hours after a White Lives Matter rally unfolded, Saturday in Shelbyville, Tennessee. Have I been there? Been to Tennessee, but not Shelbyville, I don't think. It resulted in lots of counter-protests, but no violence. A fight broke out between a smaller group of white supremacists and an interracial couple at a restaurant in Brentwood. I think I've been to Brentwood, about 50 miles to the north. I think that's where Taylor Swift came from. I could be completely wrong. And you know what? It's fun being completely wrong. Try it sometime. The couple, a 30-year-old white woman and a 37-year-old black man, were dining inside the corner pub when a group of 20 to 30 white men and women came in and sat at a table behind them. The 30-year-old woman later told police that one of the group members asked her to guess and that she responded, White Lives Matter. Another said that's right and told her to join the table and leave her boyfriend. The argument inside apparently escalated after the female victim had gone outside to do to de-escalate the situation. Gosh, that's just ugh. And then the fight was captured on video. Um, let's see. The uh, let's see. It looks like the you. What's the, where's the end of this article? Is way down here somewhere. And it doesn't even... It gets into all kinds of weird stuff. Okay. It doesn't even tell me how they... The, what, who, how they're doing. If they're okay. If they survive. Oh. The... A, a group began to argue with a 30-year-old woman. And a man reportedly then punched her in the face. Causing a cut above her eye. Okay. Apparently that seems to be the only thing. That she got a cut. And thankfully it wasn't anything worse. So, that happened in Shelbyville, Tennessee. Shelbyville. Or Brentwood, Tennessee. Meanwhile, as we go over towards the Korean Peninsula, Pyongyang... Pyongyang? Pyongyang? Seems to have gone quiet. In the first 10 months of this year, North Korea launched 22 missiles, tested a hydrogen bomb, then threatened to fire missiles over the U.S. territory of Guam, and conduct an atmospheric nuclear test. One of the most recent major pronouncements from North Korea's state media, however, was about Kim Jong-un's visit to a cosmetics factory. What? That's it? He went to a cosmetics factory. Okay. Accompanied by his wife, Risal Ju, uh, who rarely appears in public and was recently reported to have given birth to the couple's third child. The c- clearest recent reference to weapons development was a piece in the state-run newspaper... Monday promoting the country's ability to launch satellites into space. While some observers have accused North Korea of using its space program for covert ballistic missile testing, such subterfuge seems to out of kilter with a country willing to openly test intercontinental and intermediate range ballistic missiles. Uh, fears North Korea would stage a missile or other test last week during China's party Congress, where Xi Jinping became like a demigod. He got a... a promoted to some huge super leader the most important date on the Chinese political character character also no North Korea test oddly during that so what does this mean 
Over the weekend, the U.S. Air Force sent one of its B-2 stealth bombers on a mission to the Pacific. The B-2 flew uh, from White Man Air Force Base in Missouri without revealing uh, the B-2 then flew to there. Okay. And James Mattis said any use of nuclear weapons by the North will be met with a massive military response effective and overwhelming. And that is basically what's going on. So I don't know what this means. It could mean that they're that they're just taking a little break, a little breather before they start with the crap again. Hopefully not. Uh, Harry S. Truman thought that the White House was haunted as we get ready for Halloween. He apparently had a knock-knock on his door uh, and jumped out of the bed, put on my bathroom, opened the door. There was no one there, he wrote. So there is a story in the Washington Post about, haunt, uh, about if the White House is haunted. Uh, Long housed unsettled specters of a different, more bump-in-the-night kind if numerous re- former leaders and their staff members are to be believed. And so... That's it. One of them would be Abraham Lincoln, possibly. He reportedly received regular visits from his son, Willie, who died in the White House in 1862 at age 11 of what was probably typhoid fever. Mary Todd Lincoln, who was so grief-stricken by the loss that she remained in her room for weeks, spoke of seeing her son's ghost once at the foot of her bed. Cookie. There are also reports of her hearing Thomas Jefferson playing the violin and Andrew Jackson swearing. Uh, After his assassination in 1865, Lincoln apparently joined his son in his phantasmal roaming. First Lady Grace Coolidge spoke in her magazine accounts of seeing him look out a window in what had been in his office. And Instagram is rolling out super zoom features and Halloween face filters for all of you who love to do Instagram. And I posted on Facebook yesterday, the super secret Sunday show. And I mentioned in my post that I cannot do Instagram, uh, stories. For one thing, I took Instagram, the app off my smartphone because it took up too much room. And I found that going on, it made my brain die. Uh, so now I upload pictures using a app through the Chrome. There's like a Chrome app that you can use. I think it's called InstaWeb. And so I'm posting my pictures through that. And other than that, just staying off of Instagram. But the stories thing is big. And now you can use this super zoom that allows users to automatically zoom in their screens with dramatic music for a comedic effect. The feature is located in between the boomerang and rewind options underneath the screen's record. But by the way, the most annoying thing ever, everybody's doing these boomerang rewind things. And it's basically, uh, uh, what do you call it? Groundhog Day on steroids. And you're just watching the same thing repeat backwards, forwards, backwards, forwards for comedic effect. And it looks like an old, uh, what do you call it? Silent movie being rewound and played back. Rewound and I hate it. Everybody's using it. It's being overused. So you can do a super zoom of a selfie, goofy friend's face, half-eaten sandwich. Lovely. Like I want to. I want to watch that. (sighs) But people are so into it, and they see stupid people. 
Additionally, the company added some holiday-themed face filters and stickers that are available through Wednesday, so you better get on it. Finally, Paul Manafort, who once ran Trump's campaign, he is told to surrender. He and his former business associate, Rick Gates, were told to surrender to federal authorities this morning. The first charges in a special counsel investigation. The charges against Paul Manafort, which Trump would say are wrong. Because you'd be in jail. He's going to jail, buddy. Going to jail. Uh, That's Trump's former campaign chairman, Mr. Manafort, and Mr. Gates. The charges against them were not immediately clear, but represent a significant escalation in a special counsel investigation that Mueller is doing that has cast a shadow over the uh, president's first year in office. Mueller. Oh, do I? I thought I had that over here. Oh, dang it. As we go outside a cafe anyway. Oh, here we go. Bueller. There we go. Bueller. You're welcome. Bueller. Next show it is going to be the wonderful, who, the Shelly Shuhart, Floyd the Floorman, and John Deere the Engineer. Have a great Monday. Mike's Daily Podcast is written and produced and performed by Mike Matthews. His podcast is super easy to find. Download or listen to his show and read his blog at mikesdailypodcast.com. Email Mike now. Mike's Daily Podcast at gmail.com. See you tomorrow. Bye.